बिजनेस इज आर बिजनेस गायत्री एंड अपर्णा लुकिंग एट वीमेन ऑन्टरप्रनोरशिप बियॉन्ड फंडिंग शेयरिंग एक्सपर्टीज एक्सपीरियंसिस एंड टूल्स टू ग्रो योर बिजनेस हाई आई एम गायत्री एंड आई एम अपर्णा वेलकम टू आर शो Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Her Business is Our Business. Today's topic is who is your customer? And there's a bit of background to why we selected this topic. For the past 9 months or so, Gayatri and I have been working on a project uh, where we mentor women entrepreneurs. And it's an interesting mix of entrepreneurs of varying business sizes, industries, locations and so on and everything is being done virtually. and the mentors are extremely diverse too one of the key activities we ask them to work on is creating a business plan for themselves now the business plan requires them to first identify who they are as a business and who their customer is and it turns out that this aspect of identifying who the customer is is one of the most difficult parts of the exercise for the entrepreneur even entrepreneurs who have been in business for 3 or 4 years and we found only a very small percentage of entrepreneurs were actually able to identify uh, you know who their customers were yeah i think uh, often we find a very wide range uh, of businesses here but the problem seems to be universal which is that customer profiling is not as definite as we would like so here is an example okay there were two business plans being reviewed uh, both relating to educational offerings for school children so one identified her customer as the parents of 7 year olds the other identified the customer as children between 4 to 8 years do you see any difference here and if there is a difference how will it impact the decisions that the entrepreneur has to take so let's see what does the term customer mean is it the one who uses the product in this story it will be the kids or the one who pays for it in the story the parent we have a lot of confusing terms uh, customer buyer influencer now because of instagram and all of that and um, there are common terminologies that is used in various resource sites so we thought we'll just take a few minutes and nail it down so when we get to serious business of identifying the customer or profiling the customer we are very clear who we are talking about typical terms buyer influencer user and of course the reference yeah so uh, let's start with buyer and the buyer is actually the customer it is the person who buys the product for use by themselves or family or friends whatever it could be buying clothes personal care items books stationery ultimately that final decision of what to buy is often decided by the buyer as they are making that purchase so the buyer is the customer the second uh, terminology that is used is the user now the buyer and the user as we mentioned need not always be the same right the user is the person who uses the product so for example in a house uh, soaps that are bought may be bought by one person in the house but then that person knows who uses what and the users knows what they like so they don't actually go out and buy the product so it could be for example also televisions toys household products whatever it is so there is a distinct difference between who the customer is and who the user or the consumer is third is 
uh, who are influencers. And this, as Gayatri mentioned, has started off uh, becoming a more popular uh, uh, aspect, uh, especially with the coming of social media and Instagram, Facebook, and so on. Right. So influencers are. Uh, on what basis do you decide? On based on whose influence do you decide to buy a particular product or go for a particular service? It could be friends, it could be family, it could be neighbors, it could be social media influencers as well, right? So you know, someone says, "Hey, that's a very nice bag. Where did you get it?" You know, so uh, you could go to that particular shop and buy it there. And if you like that person and if you like their style. The likelihood that you are going to go to that shop and buy that bag is then that much higher. So that person is an influencer for you, right? I I remember at one point children became very big influencers, and not just for small products, but for really expensive products like electronics and cars, and even purchasing of a house. You would find in advertisements that the children were the focus, because advertisers found that. Kids were actually key influencers in purchase of even very expensive products. Yeah. So um, another category which does have a, an important place in the buying decision is the reference. Uh, the reference can be an expert like your doctor who says, uh, "Please join a gym." So there you are signing up for a gym service. Uh, dietitians who decide, "Okay, this is something that you have to follow. You need to eat more protein," and then you're looking for protein powder. The school teacher who refers your child to extracurricular activities uh, to support, or a coach who says, you know, please use this kind of uh, equipment. So those are some of the references direct whom you know. They can also be indirect references, like the expert uh, on a TV show, let's say a gardening show, and who says that please use this potting soil, or you have to use potting soil. So that itself triggers certain behavior, buyer behavior. And then the reference may um, uh, be somebody who just writes an article, and here you're reading, and you're saying, "Oh, I think I should have used this kind of fertilizer for my plants. My roses would go better." So that is something that uh, the reference is out there in the market. As an entrepreneur, think through for yourself how would you put, say, let's say, the buyer, the user, the influencer's reference for your own product and or service. Now let's move to what would a good customer definition look like? This particular show is only about customers, and we will look at the others in later shows. But now it's very critical to know who is the person paying for your product. Don't you think so? Because finally, your life and your business depends upon that person. So how do you define that? What should it look like? What should a good definition look like? Yeah, uh, the customer profiling is defined as a description of the customer, which means. You know what the demographic they belong to, which means age, education, if it is pertinent or important, geography, where do where do they live, um, psychographic characteristics, which means what kind of behavior do they exhibit? Are they comfortable online? Uh, are they people who make impulse purchases? These are some of the psychographic characteristics. And then buying patterns: how often, how much money will they spend? If you're a restaurant, you you need to know how often would they eat out, and what is the average spend? So those are some of the questions that you would ask if you were a restaurant. So okay, uh, I know now. You know what I need to do and what what a customer actually means. But why is it important for me to know this? Why should I have uh, such a clear idea of who my customer is and how does it really help my business? 
you know isn't it something that's just done right at the beginning when i'm setting up shop why is it something i need to know so there are a couple of ways that uh, your customer profile can actually directly Im- impact your business actions and priorities mm-hmm. now imagine you are a company selling you know healthy ready to eat food yes you have decided to set up this company mm-hmm. now uh, what happens if your customer profile is let's say uh, you decide that it is women professionals in bangalore right now women professionals in, in bangalore could mean women professionals who are also on linkedin it could mean uh, women who are working who have kids uh, who are going to kindergarten it could be parents of uh, mothers of teenagers uh, it could be you know people having their own practice or going to corporates you know there there is further subdivision that is possible now if i at a high level decide that i am going to sell my products to women professionals of bangalore then by that definition i need to gear up to the needs of women professionals all over bangalore and am i ready to do that right which means i need to potentially offer delivery of my product in some way or the other across bangalore i need to account for distances for the heat in which the product will you know be moving across the city there will be very different tastes yeah bangalore is a very cosmopolitan city so different parts of bangalore will have different tastes so i need to cater to a wider range and women professionals can be from mid 20s to you know 60 years old so Uh, that might be too wide a definition for it to actually make sense so given what i am able to offer i can decide how much i want to stretch myself so i might finally decide that okay i will focus on working women of south bangalore which means i have defined a geographic boundary age maybe 45 plus to you know uh, 60 years or so and who have a need to control lifestyle issues like weight gain diabetes cholesterol etc once i have this frame in mind then i know exactly whom i am targeting and what then my product needs to deliver so it gives it much uh, sharper focus right the next thing is how do you reach out to the customer to actually get them to buy right so here again the profile of the customer becomes very important if my profile is women professionals they may be comfortable buying online yeah but older women or older customers may prefer more face to face interaction so do i ensure that my product is kept in a store or is it available online can they call and order how is it that i'm going to be uh, you know available to them when they want to buy the product similarly for advertising as well how will they get to know who i am who how that i actually exist right and this is like a billet uh, health drink they advertise during and after kannada news on one particular channel uh, at 9 pm so that news is from 9 to 10 during that news is when they advertise and it's an extremely smart thing to do because their target profile is uh, you know definitely watching that channel and that news because that person is extremely popular so they figured out who it is that they want to reach out to lastly even things like deciding on your product mix packaging will also be influenced by the profile of your core customer for example for a working woman 
you know, ready to eat food packaging should be in sizes that are convenient to use and store, right? Or they will be looking for details of ingredients that it should be very clearly mentioned because you are saying it is a healthy product. They will look and see, are there additives? Is there too much? You know, for me, because I don't eat rice, I will look and check, is there rice uh, that is included in it? If it isn't, then I will eat it. Otherwise, I will avoid that particular product. So there are a lot of applications of that one decision of who is my customer that are possible. Yeah. So I think now we have established that it is very, very critical that you need to profile your customer. So now what to do? How do we go about it? So all of us, when we start a business, we have a typical customer in mind. So if you ask all the entrepreneurs that we have interacted with in the last year or so, they will be able to say something like, oh, my clothing business is for women. Or they would say that my clothing business is for weddings. Yeah. Mm. So uh, things like that. So they, they would be able to say that. But that's just the beginning. So you have to start with the profile in mind and then write down what is the problem or need that your product or service is trying to solve? Mm. So it could be that, uh, you know, you're selling clothes which are professional, which means going to office. So it has a certain uh, look and convenience aspect to it, low maintenance perhaps. And then um, look at it, who will benefit from the most? Again, you're saying professional women, uh, they will benefit from the most because, you know, they're traveling, going to office, Weekends, you don't want to be spending and doing your laundry or going to the right cleaners. So that is one. Mm. Then you describe them to the best detail possible. So this is where I think the homework starts. Mm. Start by saying, what will be a typical age? Okay. What will be the income level? As you can understand, if you keep clothes in mind, you know age, income level will give you a lot more detail as to who would buy your particular kind of clothing. Education, if it's applicable. So if you think professional women, you know, there is an element of education, not necessarily, but could be. Mm. So um, if you're selling uh, for doctors, you know, so there is an element of education. You wear the professional clothes that doctors wear, those scrubs. Yeah. Mm. Then where do they live? Uh, so climate has a condition for the kind of clothes, yes. But also there is a related thing. So it is like style. Uh, social kind of thing. So if you look at Mysore, you have a typical thing that a lady who's been long resident of Mysore would probably wear a particular kind of clothes, whereas somebody who lives in Delhi would wear a different kind of clothes. But even within cities, there are small and small ranges where people will be more westernized, more traditional, uh, more willing to take risks, uh, try out stuff. So these are some of the things as well. The social presence comes, you know, how often do they socialize? What kind will, do they go to clubs? Do they go to, you know, satsangs? So do they go to Veda classes? So those are some of the things that you want to know. Where do you find them socializing? That will also give you some idea. Now I know that you may not know this for a lot of your customers, but mm -hmm. try and observe. You can even get into conversations with your Customers who walk in is what do you do. You know, what else? How? What are your hobbies? If you have the time and they have the time, of course. The more level of details that you can get into, the better you would be able to meet their needs. Next comes a big question. Yeah, who pays for these clothes? Now, if you are a professional woman, it's assumed that you pay for your own clothes, but it may be that somebody is gifting it to them. Yeah, or you're buying it for a friend, a daughter, a sister-in-law, something like that. 
now you saw the example that we talked about uh, early in the episode where a child goes to the class the child is the user but the parent pays yeah, yeah. so this very 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 important to nail that because the child may need want uh, you know say my best friend is going here but the parent can take the decision to say okay is it necessary is it something in my budget do i want to pay for it for 6 months only during summer all of that yeah? now uh, what triggers them to buy your product or service so there is a problem and you have the solution doesn't mean that this particular buyer is going to pay for your product or service when there are many alternate solutions available yeah a parent can put the child in art class drama class do online do sports so many ways that they can spend their money and time what makes them come to you then when they do come how much will they buy mm. which means that do they sign up for classes for a year do they sign up i'll try for two weeks uh, only for some or some of those things yeah how often so in this story if they have two children will they buy for both or will they tier mm. and next year yeah their potential so these are some of the things that you want to write and you need to write it is not just sit and imagine or think about it you need to write now last and very important point is if you have made any assumptions note them down here so one of the assumptions in our example could be that siblings go to the same kind of activity especially when they are small easy for the parent to drop them off and pick them up very possible but if it is so you need to validate so it may be that 70% of the parents do that but 30% don't mm. yeah it is possible so that's something that you will learn now having noted this down go for live observation what is actually happening you have all these details so is it true that siblings come and this both of them come for the same kind of classes yeah uh, the other uh, uh, thing that you want to observe is how often are they buying how much are they buying you know who is paying do both parents need to be there for the decisions all of those details you will get as you observe and when i say observe it is not ask questions or write down it is not a survey questionnaire mm. it to look for the action of buying not the intention which is the future or a memory of the past what did you do last year is not material what are you doing now that means you have to observe how are they coming and signing up how much time are they spending in the decision at what point do they say yes all of those things that you write down now having done this and you look at it not just you know um, i will observe for one week or two weeks depending upon the kind of product or service you will take it a little longer and also start looking at your order book how much detail are you capturing so for example you may want to capture locality where do where do they live so uh, is it is a drop off pick up thing uh, important for them that is some of those things that you can take in from your order book as well and look at that over a period of time then you actually know um, you know for each student how long are they staying how much money are they paying all of those things we can check and add those details back in your profile so listeners in this episode uh, we have covered some of the key terms like buyer influencer user what does it mean uh, when somebody is a reference and so on we've also spoken about the definition of a customer who that is and looked at why is it important to profile the customer and how do you actually go about creating this profile so creating the profile is a great beginning but the homework to achieve customer loyalty and to expand your customer base 
is a lot more than profiling. There's a lot more to do. But stay tuned to ace this customer journey because we have many more episodes coming up on this topic during the coming months. And all the best for 21-22. We hope it will be a wonderful year for you. Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur, expertise, toolkits and stories of success beyond funding. Send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in. We'd love to hear from you.